Jawohl, D3 Adrematic Special for the first episode of this unstructured, unorderly thing. I have a guest with me that is very dear to my heart. Hello, Flush. Oh, that's a nice introduction. Thank you very much for having me. And hello, everyone. Before I think I need to explain what this is, I gave you a little rundown beforehand. I just want to say that I think without you, the dramatic Dream Dragons would have never been established. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and that's, that has the easy point that is just, I don't think I would have started watching DDT if it wasn't for you. Okay, okay I, I think some of your listeners don't know who I am, I think, uh, especially no. in the English-speaking region. Um, no. So, so if, if, tell, if you tell us. <laughs> yes, of tell course, us, no problem. Who are you? So, so uh, my name is Flosh. I think some of you might have read my name on, on Twitter or on X. Um, I have been with the website cagematch.net since uh, 2007. When I... Uh, when I had my 16th birth birthday, I became a member of cagematch.net. And I uh, started working with cagematch uh, and did news and interviews for Ring of Honor. And step by step, and with the advancement of technology, <laughs> I started doing podcasts for cagematch. And I started like most podcasters. I don't think you did, but many started with WWE and, and, and TNA at that point, which became Impact Wrestling and is now back to TNA, but that's another story. Um, but I also did another podcast called Straight Wrestling, and which was a podcast about all the things not about WWE and not about TNA. It was about Ring of Honor. It was about uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. We Our very first episode was... Uh, prediction game of the G1 Climax, I think 2009. And we did this yearly, so it became one of our traditions. And yeah, we branched out and we watched more things in the, in the wrestling world. We watched Evolve and uh, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. And we talked about DDT. And I, I hope that was your point of becoming more interested in, in DDT because we started ta talking about DDT uh, in 2014, I think. We had our first review of uh, the Peter Pan show. And uh, yeah, more recently in 2018 and 19, we started doing more podcasts about DDT, uh, not only with the start of Wrestle Universe, which is such a great start point to become a wrestling uh, uh, a fan of the Wrestle Universe, universe, uh, um, and, and yeah, and now DDT uh, is one of my favorite promotions. It, it, yeah, it's 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 my kind of comfort food. <laughs> I'm I'm so happy you say that. Well, I knew, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, because um, your co-host um, on the Straight Wrestling the the famous Stricker, as Fuminori <laughs> Abe put it once. Um, you did a guide to DDT. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we... with that and uh, the pandemic in 2020 starting, 
there basically was only DDT still running. Yeah. Um, so I had the right tools to just start there. And I lost my heart to, to this extremely funny, extremely heartwarming, and extremely dumb promotion pretty quickly. <laughs> Yeah, we are, that that was the point of this beginner episode guide for DDT. I think we only did it for DDT, but we planned to do it for more promotions. And and, and looking back, we did it more than once because we kind of yeah, didn't. I'm always uh, confused. <laughs> like, there need to be one, but I I think I I looked it up once, but there were multiple, yeah. or multiples that I in my head are one, so I don't really. I can't yeah. reconstruct it. Yeah, there, there were. Uh, we did DDT reviews in 2014, and I don't think anybody really knew about DDT in 2014 in, in, in our circles. It, it was always WWE, and it was TNA or Impact Wrestling, um, sometimes Lucha Underground, uh, and in Japan, especially, it was Pro Wrestling Noah, it was New Japan Pro Wrestling, sometimes All Japan, maybe Zero One. But DDT is, is is a hard nut to crack. If you don't have some kind of hand to hold you, because DDT is a really complex promotion, uh, and maybe one if you just look at social media and if you just look at at. I recently had a video in my YouTube timeline about the most stupid wrestling title, which is of course, of course the Iron Man Heavy Metalweight title. Um, and if you don't see beyond this comedy, beyond Antonio Honda, beyond the pheromones in the last years, I think you 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 miss some of the best and in, most interesting wrestlers and storylines you can have in professional professional wrestling and in, in Japanese pro, professional wrestling especially. You know me, I'm all with the Japanese pro wrestling, but even then... There is nothing that really comes close. Even though there is, like, stylistically or feeling-wise, there are a few products that come close to what DDT tries to be. Um, your your Choco Pros or your YMCs. Um, even a Gun Pro, which is kind of DDT, but... They have just a way of playing with your emotions. And you don't even need to follow them for long to, to get wrapped up in that. That is very endearing and heartwarming. It's, 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 once you're in the system, it's, it's kind of hard to get out. I, I get that um, many people are, might be frustrated with some booking decisions or people that are pushed. But if you once you lose your heart to any promotion and i don't only consider this for ddt but also even wwe or aew now or any promotion which has some kind of identity i think once you lose your heart like we all lost our heart to wrestling as as is um i i think there are so many emotional bonds, not only in DDT, but also in Toki Joshi Pro Wrestling. And also in Dragon Gate. I, I'm not the biggest Dragon Gate fan myself, but um, but they also have some kind of 
bond with their with their uh, with their viewers through the uh, through, through the television or PC screen, um, which is the the more niche you get, the harder this bond becomes. And uh, my my other co-host Morbo, who uh, was a big independent wrestling fan in the uh, 2000s, um, kind of lost interest in current wrestling in 2010, 11, 12. Um, and now he's back and he's more, he's back more than ever, but yeah. <laughs> he also, he already lost interest in AEW and on the big independent promotions, but smaller promotions like DT have so much to offer. If you give them a chance that, uh, that I think if you, I, I, I think if, if someone who listens to this special episode, who isn't necessarily interested in DDT. I know this is a DDT and Dragon Gate podcast, but this is also yeah. a catch-all for, for, for you and, and for, for Dylan and for Sandre. If someone isn't necessarily really interested in, in the, the nitty-gritty of DDT, if, if we can get our love to you through this podcast, I think we did a good job. It's hard, but uh, I think you should give them a chance. I, I think that's why I'm here. I, I really, really, the promotion was such a, a pillar for me during, especially mm, during the, yes. the, the 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 COVID years. Um, they did such a great job of uh, of giving us a, a a very distinct product. Not like I think the Thunderdome comes to mind. The uh, the sterilized wrestling environment uh, with uh, the volume turned up to eleven. And the the crowd on their screens, even AEW, who tried to give us uh, an authentic wrestling product with uh, with uh, their their attempt to have the wrestlers as crowds and uh, in their arena in Jacksonville, um, I think DDT with their television show, which they produced every week for a while, and then with. Uh, the the characters and the storylines they really really tried to push during those weeks, I think they have, they had a really good job and Wrestle Universe was was really a lifesaver for me when mm. uh, when when having those weekly shows and also the dojo shows and they they did a really good job and I think um, every wrestling promotion is kind of struggling right now getting back to those pre COVID era numbers but uh, the the, the ultimate party numbers should be a, a good indicator that DDT now with with a champion and with with new people in the right positions i think they're on a very good way um i want to hop back on one thing you said and that is that DDT gave us uh, this and um, the stable and distinct product and especially in their in their TV shows that they did for a few months in 2020, which is really what what caught me at the time. I think the the pandemic made wrestling as a hobby very difficult for many fans. Yes. I blossomed in that time (laughs) because I was just watching New Japan before that. And Mm. that was the, okay, I don't have New have new japan let's see let's get to new horizon but ddt was always this safe haven 
um, every week there is two hours of new new content. While there is sporadically and with very differing quality from all the other promotions. Not that there weren't gems in there. Um, I want to remind everybody of the Goshi Osaki versus Kazuyuki Fujita match, oh. <laughs> which could have never worked if it wasn't for an empty Korokan. I have never th seen that match. Did, did, did I tell anyone that before? I have never seen that match in full. I've only seen Fujita taking a sip of disinfection uh, uh, drinks, let's say drinks, and spit it at everyone, and, and nothing else. And they stood there for... God minutes. knows how long. Yeah, thirty and, minutes. And, and, and I've never seen that match in full, and I don't think I should at that at this point. <laughs> no, not at the, at this point. Um, Nello, the the co-host um, of the Wrestle Update with Dylan on Cage Match. Mm -hmm. Um, he did a video project on that match, and Ooh. he basically cut movie scenes side by side where it's basically just characters standing there and doing nothing and the, the actual match is uncut but he has to cut so many movie scenes um <laughs> one behind the other to make it the same length and he doesn't even show the match afterwards it's just <laughs> the build-up of tension is so great it's it's very special. Um, I, I, but... I'd really rather, rather rather watch that than the actual match at this point. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's basically <laughs> the same. And like the ten minutes of wrestling we got afterwards were pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, ten minutes is a long time for some wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. But flush. I want to ask because since you said you were. A part of cage match since 2007. Yes. Yes. Since when do you watch wrestling? Oh damn! Uh, I started watching wrestling in 2005, namely with the uh, uh, yes, WWE was my uh, was my gateway of drug. Of course, like 90% of people uh, watching wrestling ever. Um, yeah, I started watching wrestling. Uh, when so I've I've heard about wrestling uh, from friends and video games. I had a Game Boy game with Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan on the cover, <laughs> but I did I did didn't really catch my interest that much. And uh, in oh I think I think sixth grade, um, some of my friends talked about wrestling and The Undertaker, and they went to WWE.com. And and had the the roster profiles, and I wasn't really interested back then. And then I was uh, channel flipping, like everyone else. And back then there was one channel who had which had um, wrestling at night at like 10 p.m. And they had a, a cut down uh, episode of SmackDown, and that was when the draft happened. I think most people mm. know what the WWE draft is changing wrestlers from SmackDown to Raw, both brands of WWE. And uh, I have no idea because when looking back, this isn't really an interesting time anymore. Back then, maybe, maybe the draft was a big thing, but 
yeah, it would. I I I knew no one, and it was it was straight. Oh, that, oh, that's a big star, and that's a big star. Okay, he's now on SmackDown, and the champion is now on Raw, and then Batista came to SmackDown, and JBL wanted an interim title, and oh, I don't even remember those things. And then we had uh, our equivalent to pay per view, which was called Premiere, and uh, there you could buy the pay-per-views and then watch it live or watch it the day after. And I started with the Great American Bash 2005, which is a horrible pay-per-view. Um, back well, then, it most worked. You're still a fan. It, it worked, yes, it worked. I, I, I didn't really have a big hobby back then. I had video games like most mm, people my age. Um, yeah, then I started watching wrestling and, and then I started looking wrestling up on the internet and I started... Uh, started looking up results and we got those SmackDown and Raw episodes one week later than they originally aired. So I I could read, uh, I could I could watch a SmackDown episode and I could read the results uh, one week earlier and I thought, what? what? How does that work? And that's when <laughs> I became, that's when I became a dirty smart mark and, and read about news and this and that and, and drugs and and deaths and every horrible thing that wrestling also gives us. Um, and I think about a year later or so, I started uh, listening to podcasts. There weren't many back then, but there were some. And uh, one it of must those be was like the, the Moon Talk or something. Yes, yes, I I I I listened to Moon Talk and 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 there was a podcast called House Show, where my now co-host and good friend Morbo uh, had his career start and they talked about Ring of Honor and Ring of Honor was my first non-WWE promotion aside from some clips of TNA which I saw and then it, it, it branched out I watched the first uh, Japanese promotion I watched was uh, Pro Wrestling Noah and uh, there especially the, the the title win of Naomichi Marufuchi which oh. from from uh, from? Oh, you I need think? to talk to Dylan. You need to talk uh, to Dylan about that. <laughs> oh. in, in I, I think he, he he won the title from I think June Akiyama. I had I have to look it up. Yes, June Akiyama. That was June two oh six. Uh, back then there wasn't really uh, that much possibility to even get those matches. There were there were links to to single single matches uh to to to, to some tech matches but you you weren't able to get whole shows just the highlights and uh and you were able to watch ditch i don't know if you, you I, re how, how I don't long? remember the days but it's a it's a uh, okay. legendary name yeah yeah did really rudimentary websites where where you could download wrestling uh wrestling matches and and which was which was great back then to even get those matches because file sharing services were terrible because you only got those uh Owen Hart fall videos which was New Jack against Vic Grimes falling down at XPW uh, and 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 the TRC <laughs> ladder match from WrestleMania 17 um funny funny interjection here but <laughs> because uh, file sharing is terrible and we have it so easy today oh god it's it, like you that, this morning i think you said yeah if you share a match on this on this discord 
just don't make it looked at it not a porn site yeah <laughs> yesterday um, a good friend of mine told me yeah um we work or we get contracts from from like the state so i'd mm. rather um watch this stuff on porn sites than on russian facebook aka UK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah Pro- that's probably right but uh I don't want to be re- responsible for uh, any r- weird links I mean, or. Yes. <laughs> it's your, but po- yeah. it's your Discord. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what what could happen, and I want, don't want to find out. But yeah, nowadays uh, you have all the official official channels. You have, if you don't only use YouTube, you have so much wrestling. Look at the WWE YouTube channel; they have so many free mm. matches and shows. Yeah. Look at look at. TNA. Look at uh, the Japanese sites. Look, look, look at great, greatest, completely free. Look, look at yeah. uh, look at CMLL where they have their membership program where you can watch all those live shows, and you have all those not so legal options to watch wrestlings. There's so much, and back then we had to pay like 110 euros. To watch the G1 climax uh, via <laughs> yeah. Ustream in a horrible, horrible quality, uh, but you could watch them, and that was it, it. Was it was a difficult time to watch wrestling, but it was it was a great start for what we have now. Mm-hmm. And if you have too much wrestling, I think it kind of becomes watered down, which is kind of my problem I have with uh, DDT and Tokyo Joshi Pro at the moment. I really love that I have the capability to watch every single show mm. or house show or one camera shows. I, I have the I have the possibility to watch every single Ganbare Pro show with a smartphone taped to the turnbuckle. But I think should you that's watch? on. Uh, yeah, should you watch that uh, Ganbare Pro? I would. <laughs> DDT. I don't know. I I there's just there's just so much wrestling and. Um, I, I kind of try to to cherry pick because I just don't have the time to watch every single thing. But um, right now, uh, in November of uh, 2023, uh, I had my fill of AEW. I had my... Oh, there, there, you're at the n- point I was half a year ago. Yes, yes. I, 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 I'm, I just... I don't know if AW knows what AW wants to be. And I think I know what I want AW to be, but I don't think that AW will be what I want them to be, which is that's, a really great wrestling promotion. That's very and, fair. And and I still at this point watch all the six uh, five hours of uh, weekly programming, but I'm so close to stop at least half of it. And I needed my fill of wrestling. And I think I found it back at DDT, what I said before. Uh, go back to that, what, what you love, and I just can't get away from DDT. And uh, yeah, when I branched out, Pro Wrestling Noah and New Japan Pro Wrestling, everything was there. And there was, uh, back then, there was a, um, a weekly DDT TV show called Dramatic Fantasia. I don't know if you have heard about that. I've heard um, of it, but it's I have never seen anything of it. Um, it's definitely before my time, yeah, but I'm were, bad at going back and watching old stuff. 
there were other uh, uh, similar TV shows. There was the B Banquet Show for uh, uh, for all Japan Pro Wrestling. There was uh, the Dragon Gate uh, Weekly Show, and DDT had had uh, something similar. And that was the time when I started watching DDT, which is uh, more or less the Kenny Omega Kota Ibushi era. To to oh. to, re to really sum it up, that, those were those were my points of of entry. Uh, with Kenny Omega then going to All Japan Pro Wrestling, becoming the junior champion there, and then a couple of years later, uh, be becoming the cleaner in New Japan Pro Wrestling and leaving sadly leaving the promotion. And yeah, and Koji Ibushi, who was always there, who was the ace of the promotion, uh, head to head with Harashima. But Kota Ibushi kind of was always a step further than him, especially when he then went to New Japan Pro Wrestling and became way bigger than DDT. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but that's, that was my starting point to really, really become invested in, in DDT. I, I watched on and off for the big shows, and I kind of got the, the vibes, and I knew what everything was, but... It wasn't the promotion which I would call home. And then in 2017, 18, and 19, then I really started to dig into DDT and the, the promotion, which always was... The, everybody says it's a comedy promotion, and that's fine, no. <laughs> I think. But it's it's also wrong to just uh, say... superficial. Yeah, it's very, very superficial. And, and so... Oh, when when I when I talk about DDT with other people who aren't as knowledgeable or aren't as interested in other promotions, you have to discuss the the obvious things the 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 Yoshihiko, the Antonio Honda, the Gongitsune. You have to talk about that. But I think now, and thanks to AW, there are some prospects who had the had the opportunity to really show what DDT really is about now now in the weeks of the do grand prix especially um there is really really great wrestling we had a great champion in chris brooks who just lost the mm. title uh, we have another good champion and i hope great champion in yuki ueno we have the comeback of uh, of, of ino who is who's now a normal back again and I, I don't know if you watched the have you watched I the I, I was so happy to just see him as a normal wrestler and just trouncing Harashima that that I, I I didn't expect that to be honest but I really I really am glad that that he just took five minutes to to press Harashima to the ground with this kind of interesting sitting spear thing uh yeah so I think these are really the weeks to showcase the wrestling side of of DDT and if you're interested in the, the wrestling side of things. Of course, there is the Katsuki Hirata. Yes, he's there too. But uh, a tournament is always a great starting point to just get the distilled form of the wrestling that, that's there. And Yuki Eno versus Katsuzara Higuchi was, a, in my opinion, a very good main event. A really, really great match which showcases the development of both wrestlers in the last years. Uh, I think Higuchi was always in in this position for 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 one two years I, I i always remember him uh waving the flag of ddt at that 
at that big yeah. Cyberfight Festival. That, that's always an image which I have always in my head. That was the point when Higuchi became the absolute man. And I'm really, really glad that Yuki Ueno is now in the same position after he beat Chris Brooks at the Ultimate Party. And th those two having the main event in the first show is a really great start. Uh, and that, uh, the previous match, Yuki Naya versus Chris Brooks, now not, not the champion anymore, versus Yuki Naya, who always in this time is, I think, someone shouldn't be underestimated. I really have a soft spot for Yuki Naya, and mm -hmm. many people just think he is a big oaf, and he kind of doesn't fit his body, and I, I don't think that anymore. In the last year, he really had, he really took big strides to become a great heavyweight, and um, he really yeah, found himself. Yeah. I think so, too. Um, especially since the last DO, he made big steps or in the last do this is like the one year anniversary of him being like a good and dependable pro wrestler oh, yeah. um, but that's a discussion i have regularly with them on this very show <laughs> i love it and i leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's very funny I i'm not sure if i should tell this but the fact that he does this show with sandra and me um I don't take it lightly because he just likes to do it and likes to talk to us because both promotions are not his cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, but that isn't necessarily a bad thing. Oh, absolutely. I, absolutely. I, I, I do a, a WWE podcast for 12 years now. And just I just did an AEW review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I... I When when listening back to those old episodes, oh boy, I really I wouldn't do a podcast with me from 2011 because <laughs> I was such a shithead. And WWE is bad. There's nothing good. Independent for life. Yay! And I really didn't like WWE back then, and I don't really like it now. To be fair, but I I get the the appeal and. I think Dylan gets the appeal of DDT and Dragon yeah, Gate. Absolutely. And, and that's the important thing. You don't have to like everything. And the different viewpoints really make a good podcast. Not only the, 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 the chemistry between the hosts, which you definitely have, but uh, yeah. the, the, the different, different viewpoints, different interests. You, you could ask 16 different DDT fans. Uh, and I think... Of course, they are DDT fans and they, they really like the product, but everyone likes another thing. For example, I, I despised the pheromones. That, those were my kryptonite. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't skip matches, but I, skip, I skipped pheromone ma pheromones matches regularly. And I skipped them practically all, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I get the appeal, and you, you, you could hear the reaction in the crowd And if mm -hmm. you talk to talk to some of the the locals and and those who go to those shows, that the pheromones were a very big thing for them. So who am Absolutely. I to say that this is bad? I know what I'm getting with DDT. I'm getting the whole thing. I'm getting every the, the I'm getting DDT is so much is 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 emotion. DDT is wrestling. DDT is is comedy, of course, and DDT is. The very extreme uh, uh, in different things, and the pheromones were one of those things. 
and they could be funny, but it wasn't my humor. And the last, uh, the last matches of the pheromones when it was uh, when it was announced that they have to disband, I watched those matches, and with the with the with the knowledge that those are the last matches, I I kind of dug them because I knew it was just the thing for another two weeks, and the final match and the last uh, Yuki Yuki Ino match, um, I really liked them. Uh, but I also knew, okay, that's it. When they started, I think two years ago. I don't really know when the when the pheromone started. I I have to look at two thousand twenty one. Yeah, they had their first match in September of twenty twenty one. So they lasted about two years. There was a time in twenty twenty two when I really, really, really uh, didn't want to watch the pheromones, and when Koju Takeda joined them. Which who's such a great wrestler, who really fits the pheromones. Of course, he's a very, very beautiful guy, uh, and who fits in this whole sexy thing. Um, but it's it's wasted wasted potential. And now we have to ask the question: uh, When they try to push Yuki, Yuki Ino maybe to another level and have him as an uh, as a believable number one contender for any title. Um, do those two years hurt? Can he rehabilitate as a quote-unquote normal wrestler? Or will we always have this pheromone era in mind? And that's an interesting thing to see. Dachoku Dino is, is, Dino is oh, fine. Dino, does, yeah, absolutely. Dino is fine. It's uh, and, very interesting yeah. how he uh, does the same thing as always, like right now. But he feels yeah. so different. <laughs> yes, it's 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 crazy. Dan Shokudino does does the same thing for fifteen years now. There was yeah. always you you always heard about the gay the gay, quote unquote the gay wrestler in DDT, whatever that means nowadays. Um, it's <laughs> yeah. it's 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 really strange seeing even him kind of revitalized. I. I I don't. He's still a mid card guy, but but he's I, and he's I find broken him more, down. Like he yeah, cannot. He, he does this because he can't do anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's right. It's right. Uh, and ma maybe if the pheromones live on in Dan Shokudino, I do, don't have any problems with him and them anymore. Um, but yeah, I'm just happy that Yuki Ino is now back to being a cool heavyweight wrestler. Um, yeah, and, and I'm. I'm really interested in seeing how far he comes in the DR Grand Prix. I don't know uh, who do you think is, is are the the front runners in this tournament. I really have no idea. So we did the predictions, okay, and I already forgot who I picked. Nice. Um, <laughs> now it was basically between um, it was between Endo and Eno. Sandra think it's Eno. Dylan thinks it's Endo, and I'm going with Endo too. I think. Okay, yeah, I th I think Endo is the one who needs the most right now. He lost to Daisuke Sasaki at the Ultimate Party. He he yes. lost everything after getting that head kick from Katsuhiko Nakajima, which is uh, no, Katsuhiko it wasn't Higuchi's... even a kick. <laughs> it was a slap. You're right. It was a slab. I watched that like two weeks ago. I watched that back. Oh, I, 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 a kick sounds way more devastating than a slab. Than a slab. Uh, 
Oh yeah, I, I remember that that these great entrances and yes. oh boy, now a real GDT versus Pro Wrestling Noah showcase. Bam, done. Thank you very much, Nakajima. Absolutely. And the best thing is it led to half a year of greatness in Katsusada Higuchi. Yes, yes. Uh, with bad things come good things, and they really uh, took the ball and, and ran with it. Uh, sadly, not that long. Not I, I wanted it to go on much, much longer. Uh, I, yes, 210 days, of course, but sadly it ended with... Uh, I know what you mean, but it... it... At this point, almost everything had meaning. Yes. Higuchi's, yeah. Higuchi's title reign was perfect because he faced the he faced Sakaguchi. He faced Endo. He faced Hakeshta. Um yeah. let me pull up. I, I have it here open. I he faced uh, Shinya Oki. Uh Yeah, and UQNO. And then lost the title oh. on uh, January 29th against Yuji Hino. And yeah, I, I don't know what, what your stance is towards Yuji Hino. I, I like Yuji Hino as a wrestler and as a spectacle and um, in certain roles. Thing is, But I he, had no, he never had a chance. Yeah. Um, because if you look at him as the, the main star... He never was in the main events of the shows. He True. was always under mid card with uh, with Oishi. Yeah, and yeah. As soon as Chris won the title, he main evented the house shows. <laughs> and that, made yeah. the, that makes all the difference. True. He also never really had a defined character. Uh, there, there were times when those big guys had. Some kind of, I don't want to say invader, uh, invader persona. That. Yeah, that's right. But he, 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 and and if you remember Monster Army and everything with that and and Damnation, and he, he was part of those. He was the goofy part of those, uh, of those stables. But if you are positioned at. He wasn't even positioned as a heel. He wasn't pos positioned as anything. And I really loved the the uh, the video package for Chris Brooks versus Yuki Ueno, mm -hmm. where Chris mm -hmm. Brooks talked about how he had the feeling that GDT and the, the open weight title became something of a heavyweight title, which is built in if, if Yuji Ueno is your open weight champion. Obviously. Um, And he really struck a chord with me. He really, yes, he was right. Not, I mean, I, I'm, I have a soft spot for Chris Brooks. I watched that man wrestle Obviously. here in Germany 10 years ago. Um, and, and now he became one of the, the pillars of DDT. Um, but he was right. And they really, in the, in the first half or in the middle of 2023, DDT wasn't really interesting to me. And with, Chris Brooks, especially because his title run was really, really cool. And he had not only did he have great matches, but I felt that there was a representation mm -hmm. of what I like in DDT. Mm -hmm. And Chris Brooks became became that that foreigner who was a fan, who stayed in Japan, who made who made his name during the COVID years. 
finally becoming champion after becoming universal champion. He really worked his ass of the last years. And now he became the champion, and that really resonated with me. He's a he's a really relatable person. He's not he's not some kind of goofy character. Also, he has a humorous side on him, uh, and he's not this this unattainable tank of a man who who is so far out there, like Yuji Hino, in a category of like Daisuke Sekimoto and Yuji Okabayashi, those those mountains of meat. Um, Which is funny because Chris is. At least two hats taller than Sekimoto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a big, big guy. That's right. Um, but, but his character, his whole wrestling style, it fits so perfectly. And I think just this title change revitalized DDT in some ways. Um, Absolutely. And, and now, and now with Yukio as the new champion, which I personally wanted Chris Brooks to stay champion, but I'm totally fine with Yukio Eno. And I'm interested in how he evolves as a champion because obviously he, he's living and breathing DDT. We don't have to talk about that. Uh, all the sauna boys, be it Mao, Shunma Katsumata, uh, Toikujima, every one of those is DDT distilled into these young guys. Um, I think I'm really interested in what happens to Yukio Eno. And, and, and that alone is a really great hook to watch DDT at the end of 2023. That and the Universal title being back in the picture. Uh, with Mao now being the new champion, getting the title back from the dirty hands of Matt Cardona, uh, and hopefully uh, giving that title another platform, which it had, especially... With Chris to, Brooks. <laughs> yeah, with Chris Brooks, yeah. Uh, and Yuki, I know, obviously the big one. Yes, yes. Uh, and, and yeah, Tetsuya Endo, he was a universal champion himself, which was a strange uh, thing because we all thought, okay, now he will give the title new value and he will grow with the title to make it a real secondary title because we don't have to... We cannot forget the extreme title, which sometimes is pushed to the secondary, uh, it to was the secondary for years position until the yeah. the universal was introduced. Yes, there were there were many double title matches even in 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 those Peter Pan shows uh, mm. w with the extreme champion, and Tetsuya Endo is now in a position where he has absolutely nothing, and. Yes, we they play with it. They play with the whole damnation angle and does he have to embrace his dark side? Um, but I don't think so. And I and and the the win or, or a victory in the DO would really help. I think he would gain the most of winning the 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 tournament and having a match with Yuki Ueno. Of course, you could push Katsuzara Higuchi or Chris Brooks. But why? Tetsuya Endo yeah. needs it. The the thing is, it's it's manifold. Um, did you catch that Akiyama will leave um, Burning? No, I didn't. Yeah, he will, he will? leave. He will leave Burning um, at the end of the year. Okay. And so, Endo is the sole leader of this faction. Okay, what did did Akiyama say? What he wanted to do next, or if he doesn't no, do number? No, um, okay, he wants. Okay. 
he doesn't want to, but he's champion with Dino and Oishi. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, the the odd team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, so he has his own faction, but he just lost to Sasaki. Um, he has seemingly no character. The thing with him really is, I wish him to succeed, just because it's kind of painful to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a really, it's it's kind of a sad story with no happy ending in sight. I yeah, and with him, it's also like it's still not clear if he's like a good wrestler or not. Um, because mm. he had. Mm. I get the what Mao, you mean. Remember the the Mao match for the Universal title? That was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. But That's right. There's so many just kind of meh matches with him. But that is may also set. be uh, an international perception thing. Um, I need to ask around my friends. He really, he really is the Seth Rollins of DDT. A wrestler with a great, good to great reputation, but there aren't as many tangible matches you could point to to being amazing, amazing. And you have those wrestlers. You had Takeshita for many years. You have Chris Brooks this year alone. Higuchi is there. Uh, you have Shunma Katsumata and Mao with their specialty matches. And Tetsuya Endo is always a, a, a man of of great qualities he's 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 super athletic he he gets the wrestling but he doesn't have the peak match you're right you're right in that uh and, and yeah i don't really know how i would change that he was a heel for many many years then he mm -hmm. became the babyface with burning which i think was a good thing but burning kind of is more is a more effective stable on paper than in actuality. I love Yusuke Okada, but yeah, nah, that that is a problem in itself. I'm, with his I'm very happy that that Okada and Koroku are teaming now. Oh um, yeah. Sadly, they're going for the the all Asia titles, <laughs> which yeah. they may win. I don't know, but the thing is, they won't go for the the KOD titles. Um, if they lose, so I hope they get like a, an extended tag run together, which gives them both elevation and um, and yeah, something something to do and an identity. And that's I think that's a whole issue with burning. It's the identity. Like everybody knows. Okay, yeah, they tried to build them after Kobashi. Like they even gave them Akiyama. Um, but yeah, and when <laughs> Endo's, yeah, and whenever I hear Endo's theme, I think of, oh yeah, they tried to make him into Kobashi because it's literally just a bad remix of Grand Sword. Oh, I don't know if it's a bad remix, but it's, but, but yeah, it has like the same it's, vibes. It's basically, compared to perfection, you know, and you yeah, can yeah, only of lose. Course, yes. You can only I think lose. I think it was the same guitar player uh, than, that than may be. Kitakobashi. I, I I read that somewhere on the internet, which is always true. Um, <laughs> but 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 yeah yeah, it, 
I didn't even think about that. Why have burning when you don't even have Junakiyama on your side anymore? Um, yeah, that that can't end in good things for any of them. And I, I don't think Tetsuya Endo should cling to that burning Monica. While I like him as a babyface, I think there has to change something. And I don't mean that he has to join Damnation. Because I don't want to see Damnation anymore. I, I think... I am more fond of I, Daisuke Sasaki. I finally, than... I finally have you there. I'm no, telling you this what, what, for like a what, year. Damnation what, what, was the wait, first. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. I still am fond of Daisuke Sasaki. I'm not a big fan, but I I think I get him in some ways. I think I yeah, yeah. I I, 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 I think I, I think I get him, but I hate the stable. I hate MJ Paul. I don't want to see Kanon in this role. I I think I'm I'm one of the only g wrestling fans who 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 kind of likes Kanon because when I start talking positively about him, everybody says he doesn't didn't do any anything great in the in the last months and years, and he didn't develop any uh, he didn't develop as a wrestler. I think. He doesn't have to at the moment. He he has a great baseline, and I think it's not him that's holding him back. It's the stable. It's MJ Paul. It's Minoru. I I really like Minoru Fujita. I really like him whenever that's he's fair. not in Damnation. <laughs> it's to that's totally fair. I I like Fujita if he's not in Damnation. I hate that they had them split up. And then reform them with a with a with a point in the middle and the Mac damnation TA and we are now a different thing. No, you're still shit. I don't like you. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Yeah. No. 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 That's that's totally fair. Um. <laughs> let's let's leave DDT um, be for a bit. It's quite fascinating how we are so similar on many points. <laughs> but probably just because like you have a, a massive or you you basically you had a massive influence over me and my taste I, as i said like you, you introduced me to to this um i, I hope that isn't a bad thing <laughs> i mean i'm very happy and that it's by far my favorite promotion so That's i don't think it is <laughs> um what you you said that you you get Dragon Gate, but you're not a like a big fan. Yes. Um, what have you seen of Dragon Gate, and like on what is this um, is this opinion built on? So I started watching, or I started um, um, registering Dragon Gate as a promotion or as a thing. I think. Like many wrestling fans in the 2000s, with uh, with their cooperation with Ring of Honor and the Dragon Gate Six Mans and and the 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 famous uh, matches that that were shared all around the world, I think yeah. that was the gate. I think that was the gateway drug for many of uh, independent fans to to seeing Shima and and uh, Naruki Doi and the and, and all those guys. Um, and in the following years, I mostly watched for one the 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 Dragon Gate weekly shows, which I I I, I don't know what they are called anymore. 
Uh, Infinity, right? Infin of course. Oh, okay. Infinity, Dragon Gate, Infinity. Um, of course. And I, I, I started watching. That was the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To totally. They, they, they. The the current uh, straight wrestling intro, the music which plays there, mm. that's the Dragon Gate Infinity opening theme. Oh wow. Uh, um. Yeah, and Dragon Gate become uh, became one a destination for for many uh, independent wrestlers, and they had their uh, their spin off promotion Dragon Gate USA, and I think I all I I only watched Dragon Gate Dragon Gate's big shows the Kobe Pro Wrestling Festivals the Final Gate, and Dragon Gate had a real knack to have a very special style of main event match. <laughs> or, the the Shima-isms. The Shima-isms, you're right. The long matches, which maybe are a bit too long, and they have maybe a bit too many kickouts, and they are many, a bit too over the top, just a bit too much for my liking. But they always have had great tactic matches, great six-man tactic matches, and, and uh, things like that. And then in the in the twenty tens, I think Dragon Gate kinda missed the boat on developing new talent. Uh, when they tried to to push T Hawk, they failed. When they uh, and more recently, when they tried to make Ben K a thing, they kind of failed. I like him now, but they they kind of failed with the first uh, first run. Um, and and I I always thought about Dragon Gate, and I don't know if this is based in reality or if, or if this is just my perception. Mm -hmm. They have a they ha they had a great uh, a great roster of wrestlers who were always there. They had the Naruki Dois, they had the Shingo Takagi's, they they had the Dragon Kids, the Yamatos, the Suzumus, the, the Suzumu of course. The Jimmys, uh, the, the 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 Akira Tozawas for many years, um, but when they tried the new thing, and I think it started with the millennials. I don't think they were as good in pushing new wrestlers as they are now. Now they have to push new wrestlers. Yeah, fair. When 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 the the COVID era, and I we always have to go back to those years because. They changed so much in so many mm -hmm. promotions, and they really had to bring in new talent. Um, some might say too many fresh wrestlers who then had to wrestle in front of audiences uh, for the first time, but most of them stuck. And now we have Madoka Kikuta as, as the Dreamgate champion, and, and we already have the, the next crop of wrestlers with Ishin, for example, the, the current Bravegate champion who's wrestling for two years. Um, I think they finally get it, but I have in my but I in my mind don't. You think didn't move at the time, or I, I I didn't move with Dragon Gate. You know, yeah. I, I I I didn't. I so many things. I have so many great things about Dragon Gate, but I'm too deep into seven other promotions that I I have my Dragon Gate face every year where I, where I just watch Dragon Gate for two three months. Um, watch, try to watch all the big shows, and um, try to, to to even catch some of those house shows. Um, 
I'm, I don't know how the Dragon Gate work, network is now, but I think it's one of the worst streaming services available. It's, um, it is because it's very expensive, um, but the shows are up for longer than a week now, so it's usable. That, that's great. Okay, I think the worst streaming service has to be Stardom. Uni World Universe. I don't know what what it's called, but I I think I I I don't I don't really know. I I I I had it for a month or two, and the way they they uh, published all those matches yeah, in single it's files, weird. Uh, it's 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 strange. I I I don't know. I'm I'm kind of spoiled with the Wrestle Universe because I know if the show isn't live, it's there in three days, and I really can can uh, put everything in the calendar and I know when I can watch everything. Um, yeah, and so I try to watch Dragon Gate because I know it's it's really good and there are really fresh faces, finally. Great wrestlers, there's a new era. They themselves proclaimed that. Um, but you tell me, are there any must-see shows and matches this year especially? Were there any? Because I don't know if there isn't any buzz in the on the social media scene. I know Madoka Kikuta is kind of cool, and I saw, saw some of his matches, but I don't hear from the Dragon Gate crowd. You have to watch this match. The last match uh, uh, where where that was the case, I I think it was last year the 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 the, the, the tag match, uh, which, which oh, I now yeah. have. Yeah, the, the Diamante and Shoot Skywalker versus uh, Jackie Fakame yeah, exactly. and Jason Lee um, match. We made a lot of noise for that because it was really, really good. Yes. Um, I think this it's... year, it's overall, it's it's the cage match at Kobe World that okay. like, everybody can point to because... But that's not a, like um, a work rate match. No, no. Oh God, no. That's a that's an emotional thing. I, <laughs> yeah, I you had cage matches. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and and my 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 fondness for for cage matches, which is kind of ironic, working for cage match, but really hating everything inside structures like that. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, uh, they don't have a good year. Okay, okay. And I I cover them, so it's like with. With you and and AEW at the moment, or with you and WWE for years. Okay. You watch it um, at times with more enthusiasm, enthusiasm, and at times with less, and you mm -hmm. cover it. But it's not what what gives me my fix. Like for that, I, I have for that I have DDT. But there was a time. Uh, there was a time where I absolutely loved what they did, um, mm -hmm. and I still see the skeleton of that, okay. and that it should just be around the corner. Uh, so I have yeah. something to hold on. I have no no trouble following this, um, and also they are very clear in what you need to watch and what you don't need to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 is a thing you really, really, uh, you get really fast. That okay, there are these house shows and you can watch them, but should you? Probably not. You know which which shows you should watch. Um, that's, exactly. It that's, has like four. It has 
four levels. Like, is it a big show, which there are like five, five or six next year, and because they have a new one in January, oh, okay. in Yokohama. Oh, nice. Um, and is it in Korokan? Mm, of course. Which is like, and these are the tiers with with English commentaries. Oh yeah, and yeah. I'm all. I'm always saying, do you want to follow it? Watch the stuff with English commentary. That's a great point. Um, yeah. Then is the show live, but you don't need to watch a Kobe Sambo Hall show um, because it's live on the network. But you can, mm. and it's better than to watch the house shows on the YouTube. That's yeah. like level four. Yeah, but uh, you you uh, talked about the cage match, the the famous mm. uh, get the flags off the cage, and something bad will happen to one person. Oh, match. Did, uh, you, you haven't seen it, right? I don't think I have. Uh, okay, let me. Ch um, so f because I was there this year. Ah, like, oh, oh no, that. no, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah, no, it was the the Diamante loss, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it was the no, I watched that. I watched that one. That was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I li like Diamante, and and they built it around him, and and. Uh, him being betrayed by by uh, I don't really I don't what what are the bad guys called in Dragon Gate at Shun, the moment? Um, Seabrats. The, the Seabrats, right? Right. I wanted to say Matt Blanky, but that's ten years ago. <laughs> but it's still the same. <laughs> it's, it's always the same. There are these guys. They have a they have a, the cooling box and the the heal things and yeah. No, no, the, no, the cooling box is on vacation right now. Oh, that's that's nice. Everyone needs a vac vacation right now. Um, no, I watched that one. That was a really really cool match. Um, I also watched the 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 Raider Pareas uh, start this year in January. Oh, that was no, yes. Their best February. shows were their best shows were all in Corican. Um, yeah, in my yeah. opinion. So that the starting night of the Raider Pareas was a really good show. Yeah. Um, by the way, the the finals of the tournament is a really great match. Um, if okay, you okay. if you can find the time um, or the file, <laughs> <laughs> that won't um, be a problem, I think. <laughs> no, um, that that is really worthwhile. Um, also, the the opening night of the King of Gate, also in Corican Hall, that was on seventh mm. of July. Um, obviously, that's special to me. Um, yeah, because because I was there practically front row. Sure. Um, sure. That was a really good show. But like just recently, also in Corican, um, what was it exactly? Um, uh, uh, while you look it up, um, the point I wanted to make with the cage match, which is uh, mm. such an emotional match with with such high stakes. I recently watched the the Stardom tag team match, the uh, cage the, match. Yeah, the loser must leave unit steel cage tag team match, which yes. has a which has a nine point two five on cage match. Uh, Dave Meltzer gave it four and three quarter stars. I watched that, and I felt nothing. I uh, I, I I absolutely adore that. I I, I, get I that. adore it. I get that, but. I don't get stardom. I know. I get. 
I get stardom as a as a promotion and and the appeal, of course, you don't have. Don't stop with the comments. Um, but I I I don't feel it like I I feel Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, for example, or DDT or any other promotion that's near and dear to my heart. I don't feel when I watch Stardom. I see and I I register and I and, and that's one of those matches. I think where you can objectively see the quality of the work in those 23 minutes. But if you don't get that emotionally, I, I think you're missing a big part of the match. Mm. And that's why I watched that match and, 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 and thought to myself, okay, it has to be an amazing thing for stardom fans. But that's kind of the, the, the point where, where I went, okay, it's definitely not for me. I don't, now, now I don't want to say any disparaging things about stardom. Um, <laughs> At because, your own risk. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, Joshi freaks. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. I, I, I'm an AW fanboy, so I don't, uh, I, I, I'm in the same boat. But and no, I, I and, and I think that's the same thing with the Dragon Gate flag cage match. Mm. Um if you are into the the wrestlers, and I really was into Diamante at the time uh, because he's a great, great wrestler, and I think many people didn't want to to realize that uh, they they only saw okay, there's a there's a rather big luchador in a cool mask, but there are many of them. But he's he stood out in Dragon Gate, and I really like yeah, that they absolutely. that that they were so confident in him. That they that they did this angle with him, and he, I think he himself had so much respect for the promotion that he lost the mask in a Japanese promotion. Which is, if you if you follow Lucha Libre and, and you know how big losing a mask is, um, and yeah, he did it for Dragon Gate, and now is now uh, Luis Mante is now. Uh, uh, I think primed for bigger things, and that's really a really cool thing. And I didn't feel that with the Stardom match, which is why I liked the Dragon Gate uh, cage match better. Which leads me to uh, to another question that I've noted down. Um, as you said, you you feel nothing, but what is it that you desire in the product that you watch? Uh, that's general, kind of a hard, or... yeah. That in general, that's kind of a hard question, I think. To yeah, like to not just have a superficial answer to it. Um, I'm not sure if I can answer it beyond like emotions. Yeah. Um, whew. I think it kind of changed for me in the last years. I think mm. when 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 I started becoming a wrestling fan. Uh, with WWE and, and, and sports entertainment uh, itself, I, I think I wanted the, the the crash and burn of of, of wrestling, the, the hardcore matches on, on mainstream TV level. And when I got sick of that, when I was fed up with the WWE style, I think I, I strive for, okay, give me the best matches there could be. When I went back and filled my backlog and watched... All the great matches that I missed in the in the in the decades before, and I think especially with the G1 era of New Japan Pro Wrestling, we had 
all those great matches every year, yes. every day for for six weeks, and at the big shows with the ascent of Okada, with the ascent of Tomohiro Ishii, uh, Will Osprey in the mix, and Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks, and all those guys in the 2010s. And I have to say it again. And then we had COVID. And, <laughs> I, I, and I think that changed my mindset, not only because New Japan kind of started to become worse in, in their booking, in their top matches. They, they, they were great until Tetsuya Naito won, won the title. And even in him winning the title, there were big mistakes they made in the booking of it. But the, the moment was a perfect fitting ending for the current golden age of New Japan, which is all, all, also uh, which is also a fallout of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and everyone leaving mm, and, yes. and, and Tetsuya Naito finally becoming this big champion. And after that, I don't know if we we had all those great matches in in rapid succession and so many good matches but i think then i started to to look for other things it's great that we we still have these new japan shows where there are some great really really great all timers um but not as not as often anymore because they themselves have to stretch all those big shows uh for for many many weeks and not have one king of pro wrestling show or one destruction show um I look forward to more comforting things, more things that that uh, that have uh, a really special identity, which have heart, emotion. What you said, um, things that make me make me smile, that make me feel things, uh, that that are that kind of build a, a a bond to the viewer, which is why last year, for example, my favorite promotion was Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. They are far from the best work rate promotion in not only in Japan but but uh, in wrestling in general. Although they are becoming a threat to that too. There is a great crop of of new wrestlers uh, coming up the pike. They are they have their aces in Miyu Yamashita and and Suzume now and in Hikari Noah and Miyu Watanabe and you could you could tell you many many really good wrestlers now but that's not why i why i watch tokyo joshi pro wrestling it's the whole vibe of the show it's the the hey we we present wrestling but as a whole other art form not as not as uh not as angry not as uh malicious uh but as a happy place and i think many promotions get that DDT gets that in, in in its special own kind of way. Um, Ganbari Pro totally gets that. They, oh, they, yeah. they 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 have a really special vibe which you have to adapt to. It's a, it's a it's not for everyone. Ganbari Pro especially is if you just watch it and you don't have this mindset of okay, these this is do it yourself wrestling at its best. I think you say, oh, it's a garbage independent promotion, which is not untrue, but I want that in Ganbare Pro. Um, yeah, you just need to know that they're all a bunch of losers. And yes, that's yes. okay. Yes, it's totally okay to lose. That's the Ganbare Pro spirit. Um, yeah, and I think some 
AW was on on this on on, on in, a, in, a, in a special way. AW had the same things at the start of the promotion, where oh, there those are the independent wrestlers we liked, and they just have wrestling matches and some storylines. That's not the case anymore, definitely. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I think I I still am looking for great matches, and I get those matches. I think 2023 is a great year for professional wrestling. When I have to mm. to to I, I I have a I have a top 100 matches every year, and it's this year it's getting hard at the bottom of the of the uh, of the list when matches like Shingo Takagi versus Katsuhiko Nakajima from Wrestle Kingdom in Yokohama at the end of January. It's on number 98 in my top 100 list, in my personal top 100 list. Uh, Chris Books versus Shigehiro Iria, the KOD Openweight title match. It's about to drop off now that there was the Adam Page versus Dwarf Strickland match, which I haven't put into numbers yet. Um, this year's really, really great for professional wrestling for the, for the work rate the bad word work rate but i would pref i would still watch more of those good vibes promotions uh if there were any if there were uh i would prefer in in, in my okay. in my 2023 state i i would prefer the tokyo joshi pros of this wrestling to the will ospreys can i make safe. a pro have you watched any actress girls this year? No, I haven't. They have the vibes down. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I I try to 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 broaden my horizon every now and then, and I know about many of the the, the Joshi promotions. And um, I I recently got into CMLL because I had oh, to yeah, review it for did. a podcast, and I it, it really struck a chord with me because I, 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 really, I really wasn't into Lucha Libre. Because I always um, associated Lucha Libre with AAA. And many of the AAA things are really corny. And while there are the Vikingos <laughs> and, the, and, and, the, and the Kenny Omegas last year, um, I, I really didn't like the style. And now that I got into CMLL for five, six, seven shows that I watched, I get that. I, I get the vibes. I get I get the appeal. And of course, CMLL is on a high right now, and they have a really great year um, with straightforward booking, cool matches, cool new faces. Um, so, so I'm totally inclined to. If you tell me, I have. To, if you give me homework, I will do them for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I sh I should uh, check out Actress Girls, yeah. Absolutely. Um, they are on a great run. At the start of the pandemic, harking back to that, um, there were all these conditions put, put on, the, um, on the companies. And actress was like, yeah, we don't do wrestling anymore. We do acting with wrestling elements. Okay. Which also uh, means that they basically left um the whole scene behind and whoever wrestles on actress can't really wrestle anywhere else because okay. then they would lose to wrestlers or they they would beat wrestlers and it just 
yeah, it doesn't work. Japan is weird. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, um, it's uh, wrestling is weird. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um, okay, so yeah. many people left. So the whole color screw around Saki all caps, um, for example. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they have still have Fuka, um, formerly mm-hmm. Storm as head trainer, and she's tremendous. And okay. basically, their whole roster is rookies. There are a few more tenured, more experienced ones on there, but then we're talking about like five or six years of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just found like this their voice um, as this not wrestling company. And it really it really works. It's charming. They do very easy stories with um because they have a few factions. They have one single championship and Miku Aono is that brilliant ace that you really need to hurt to that she even starts to sell for you. Um and all these these charming characters for me it's by far my favorite promotion of the year like nobody will will get ddt um ddt is by far my favorite and that won't change but 2023 is the year of extras for me okay well then i have to 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 hunt for those and we'll give them definitely a chance uh yeah it's it's an, I think it's never a thing of no, I don't want to watch that. Or but when? <laughs> yeah, that's right. When can I watch it? But as I said, I I'm kind of tired of AW at the moment, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. I know that they have a tournament to appease the the measly wrestling fans who just want to watch grappling. I know that Tony Khan just wants to make them happy. Kind of, I think. I don't know really. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Uh, I I would give it a try, definitely. Very well. And when we're to bring this all home, um, we talk for over an hour now, which went quite fast. <laughs> yeah, you basically held a, a monologue. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. But, <laughs> um, let's. Uh, let's tell the listeners again what you do that you can't watch more wrestling <laughs> because you're very busy you have this podcast Imperium where can people yeah. find you and these yeah podcasts? yeah podcast Imperium yeah, if, if you want to follow me I'm I'm at cmflosh at, on, on X uh, I, I, I don't know if, if there are any if there are any German listeners who don't know about the cage cast or straight wrestling podcast, then of course you are, you are invited to listen. If you are an international listener and can speak German, Hey, why not? But if not, uh, I'm not mad. Visit cagematch.net. I think most of you now know about, uh, our little website, which you please don't take cage match too seriously. I know it's the thing to, I know it's Tony Khan's thing to to brag about the cage match ratings of his his great matches, uh, but that's that's the disclaimer I want to to give a, as a person working for and with cage match. Don't take it too seriously. Um, 
but if you if you if you get a kick out of it and and uh, digging in those rabbit holes and see who was tag team champions with who or who was who in a former life, uh, be our guest and 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 uh, use our little database. Um, and yeah, uh, thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. It was my first English speaking podcast. It was my oh, first. Uh, it was my first time talking on 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 your show. Um, I know we've had you on when you came back from Japan to talk about uh, everything you you were able to watch and DDT, of course. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much. Um, and Street Wrestling will have uh, a special show. Um, when is that exactly? Because I generally, generally don't know. <laughs> Yannick, is there a date I don't, already? I, I don't okay. know when we do it. Um, okay. we, we celebrate really our... Yeah, we have some kind of double celebration in December because we celebrate our uh, 400th episode of Straight Wrestling and our 450th episode of the Cagecast. Sometime in December, we don't really know when, uh, but but yeah, I think Straight Wrestling is in. I think at the start of December, we really haven't terminated it. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, we 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 are kind of trying to figure that one out. We we will have a a review of the Survivor Series uh, of WWE's little show with a return of a certain someone, um, which we will review on Wednesday um, or might have reviewed if this comes out after Wednesday. I don't want to put pressure time pressure on you. Um, yeah, and December is a busy year for us. We will celebrate some big milestones, and I think. I, I I'm approaching a thousand episodes of podcasts uh, uh, at the start of next year. So uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks for reminding me. <laughs> uh, it's very impressive, and I don't know if I would want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm at I, like I, episode I, fifty or something, so I'm good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> this has been. The Dramatic Dream Dragons special, a dramatic special. You will hear from me again uh, with a special episode somewhat soon. Um, there's something in the talks, but this is nothing regular. We'll see what the future holds. Thank you guys for listening. Follow Flosh on X, on the Blue Sky, um, on Cage Match. Thank you very much for listening. Bye bye.